you know, I published uh, This Is Your Brain on Birth Control in uh, end of 2019. So mm-hmm. it was right before the pandemic. And, you know, since the time I've published it, the number of conversations that people are having about this is just growing and growing and growing. And it's been so amazing to see that people are willing to live in this, un, you know, sort of uncomfortable gray space where we say that you know, this is like by far the, has been the biggest tool that women have ever been given um, in terms of their upward, you know, social mm-hmm. mobility, but it is also imperfect and um, something where we need to be really pushing for the development of some new options. Mm-hmm. So that way women don't have to change who they are to protect themselves from pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just all about the nuance of it all. And I feel like you know, the bill of goods that I was sold was that I was educated 0% on what it would do. I was told clear skin, bigger boobs. And when you're however old I was, which I will not say, (laughs) you're like, yes, whatever. And it was kind of like a, it was interesting because from a social perspective, it was kind of like a rite of passage almost where it was kind of a cool socialized thing within women in high school where it was like, had to have my alarm to take my birth control. And it it felt like a cool part of growing up for some reason. But for the people and for women that are younger in their teens and in high school that are being put on birth control, what is happening to their brain? You know, that's- Or just them in general. I mean, so that's like the $8 million question, right? So if you give give hormonal birth control to a grown-up, and for just the purposes of this conversation, we're going to define a grown-up as somebody who's 20 years or older, okay? Because once you're 20, you're, most of your brain development is done, right? So it's not all done, but it's mostly done. And um, when you give birth control to a grown-up woman, what you're doing is you're shutting down her ovaries, right? So her ovaries aren't uh, maturing an egg follicle, which is what's responsible for the release of estrogen, And it's not, you know, releasing an egg and then creating this empty egg follicle, which is what releases progesterone. So essentially what you're doing is shutting down the ovaries so they don't produce estrogen or progesterone. And instead you're supplanting that with these synthetic hormones, right? So every day you take this pill, um, it gives you this dose of these synthetics, and that keeps your own ovaries from producing your own levels of sex hormones. Right. And um, when you do this with an adult woman, it means that it's going to change the hormonal message that her brain is receiving. Right. So we know from research, for example, that um, if you give an adult woman hormonal birth control, that it's associated with increased risk of sexual dysfunction. Right. And that's presumably because of this synthetic hormonal milieu that's created by these pills, right, which keeps estrogen levels really low. Um, it keeps testosterone levels really low. Mm. And it has this relatively high dose of these synthetic progestins. And all of these things are bad for sexual desire. Um, And so we see things like that, for example. So all of these are, you know, when we're giving it to adults, what we're seeing is um, how do these hormones that we're giving women that they're experiencing and that their brain is sort of reading, how does this influence the way that they think and feel and experience the world? And we can kind of go through the range of effects that you get with that in just a moment, but when we're talking about young girls and here, we'll just define young girls as 19 and younger. Um, you still have a lot of brain development that's going on. And when you are experiencing post pubertal brain development, which is all the developmental changes that go on in your brain that sort of mold it, um, and take it from it's like child version of itself 
and turns it into a grown-up brain. All of that remodeling that goes on after puberty in terms of leading to brain development um, is something that's coordinated by your sex hormones. Okay. And so during this period, you know, in your, when, if you're taking these synthetic hormones, we don't know what that's doing to brain development. And thus far, there have been very, very few studies. I can count them on two hands, the number of studies that have been done looking at the effects of hormonal birth control pill use during adolescence. So again, during this period after, you know, puberty, like puberty up until about 20 on brain development and then long-term developmental effects. But the research that has been done is beginning to point fingers at a possible link between adolescent birth control pill use and then a greater risk of developing major depressive disorder across your lifetime, even after you're off of hormonal birth control. And that's pretty scary. And depressive disorder would be periods in time where you have depressive spells, but not clinical depression. No, clinical depression. So yeah. So um, we're talking about the research looking at the developmental effects of taking hormonal birth control when you're still in, in adolescence. So again, usually between ages 12 to 19 is how we define that. What you find is that women who take it or girls who take it during that time throughout adulthood, they're at an increased risk of developing major depressive disorder. So clinical depression. Wow. This is very rudimentary, but it's like, so the body is looking via the brain to create, or what is it, to develop with the hormones that are in the body for Mm -hmm. a woman or a girl, a young girl, as defined earlier. Mm -hmm. And so because the body's not naturally producing the estrogen and progesterone, Mm -hmm. then it's taking the synthetic essentially and probably making the parts of the brain with the synthetic. Yeah. So it's using, that's where it's getting its hormonal message. It's getting like a totally different hormonal message than what girls generally get during development. Because, you know, when you look at what the synthetic hormones are that are in birth control pills, What you have is you have a relatively low dose of estrogen, right? So low levels of that, and then a relatively high level of synthetic progesterone, which is called a progestin. And so you get, you know, there's sort of two things going on. One, you're getting a constant hormonal message every day, right? So you take that pill every day, it's sending the same message to your brain and every other part of your body that reads hormones, right? And this is different than a naturally cycling girl who goes through periods of, at, you know, the first half of the cycle, estrogen is relatively high and progesterone is very low. And then during the second half of the cycle, you get a reverse where you get relatively high levels of progesterone and then relatively low levels of estrogen. And so for a, a, a naturally cycling girl who's developing and going through brain de- and her brain is developing you know, she's, her body is learning to adjust to these waxing and waning of these two, you know, really important female sex hormones. And then, you know, sort of adjusting development in a way that helps to regulate the cycle, regulate the reproductive tract, and then also to shape other parts of the brain that are influenced by hormones. And when we take a girl who's on the synthetic and they're getting the same hormonal message every day, not only is the brain not learning how to adapt to these dynamic hormonal changes, right? We don't know what that hormonal message, like getting that same hormonal message every day, like what that's doing in terms of brain development. And there's just like a big question mark on this. Um, And it's only very recently that researchers and and physicians and, and advocates for women have really started to push for, hey, like, don't you think it might be kind of a good idea to like 
know what this does to brain mm-hmm. development if we're going to be putting 13-year-old girls on it for acne. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.